You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, we hope you are finding a way through the employment rights uncertainties you may be finding unsettling. Remember, we are here to help. This week, we're into part two of our three-part mini-series focusing on treatment at work. This week, we're looking at harassment at work, but we're going to look at this by comparing harassment to bullying because we think this will help you to understand what the subtle differences are between the two forms of treatment. Bullying, which we covered last week, is defined as offensive, intimidating, malicious or insulting behaviour or an abuse or misuse of power through behaviour or treatment that undermines, humiliates, denigrates or injures the person being bullied. Harassment is defined as systematic and or continued unwanted or annoying actions of one person towards you or towards a group of people and can also include group actions towards you and group actions towards another group of people. And that behaviour can include threatening behaviour, inappropriate demands, prejudice towards people who belong to a protected characteristic group and can also involve acts designed to demonstrate a personal malice against someone who belongs to a protected characteristic group. Harassment can include attempts to force you to do something you don't want to do at work, like quit your job, or it can involve forcing someone to provide sexual favours to the harasser or it can involve applying unfair pressure to make someone do something the harasser wants them to do, either to create fear in that person or to gain sadistic pleasure from making someone feel fearful or anxious. So let's look at how you can tell if you're being harassed or bullied. The first difference you'll notice or feel if you're being harassed is about personal space. When you're being harassed, the harasser is more likely to invade your personal space, either by some form of contact or touch in all forms, and is more likely to intrude into that space or into your possessions. And this can also extend into intruding into your work. Bullying, on the other hand, is more likely to focus on attacking your emotions and your mental health and can happen both in your personal life and your working life. You can also experience physical bullying, but at work, this is less likely. The second difference between harassment and bullying is motivation. Someone who is harassing you is more likely to do so because of an outward personal characteristic that you have, like your race or your gender or your disability, 
which is why protection from harassment is held under the Equality Act 2010, specifically for protected characteristic groups. Although you don't have to belong to a protected characteristic group for you to be a victim of harassment. Bullying, however, tends to be motivated by a hidden personal characteristic that you may have, such as your popularity or your hard work in nature or your integrity, which tends to annoy the bully and drives their reason for trying to cut you down. Thirdly, to be harassed, you need as little as two incidents and it's important that you report these incidents when they happen to your manager, irrespective of whether the manager takes you seriously or not. Should you need to take action later, having evidence of previous reports of harassment will help you if, for example, you bring your case to an employment tribunal. For example, if degrading comments are made about your race or your religion or your sexuality, you should report these incidents as harassment because under the Equality Act, you can seek legal redress in court for this treatment. Bullying is different. If you're being bullied, you're more likely to face many small incidents which on their own or taken out of context don't seem as threatening as being harassed. And this is why you might hesitate to report acts of bullying. Acts of bullying on their own or taken out of context may seem really trivial to someone else, but to you it's really painful or hurtful for example, if every time you walk into a room and your colleagues stop talking or turn away from you or every time you're on your own with your manager, he criticises your work and makes you feel incompetent. To someone else, this might seem trivial, but to you, it may be really debilitating and it may affect your confidence and feel really hurtful. Once you understand this distinction, it's easier to see how someone who is being, let's say, sexually harassed is likely to know that this is wrong from the start. Whereas if you're being bullied, you may not realise you are being bullied until you have a light bulb moment that suddenly shines a light on your understanding of what's happening to you. And you not knowing you're being bullied is standard because even the people around you are more likely to recognise harassment before they recognise bullying. The fourth point to make is that harassment may involve racist, sexist or other discriminatory language directed at you by your harasser. But if you're being bullied at work, it's more likely to consist of unfair criticism of you and the bully making false allegations against you to get others to stand with them or to exert unfair levels of management scrutiny over you. Bullying leaves out openly discriminatory language and actions in a way that harassment does not. But your bully may still use foul language against you to try and intimidate you. 
The fifth point to note is that if you're being harassed, your harasser can be acting that way towards you to fit in with a workplace culture or to get approval from their colleagues or even to show off a bravado or macho image at work, which means there is more likely to be an audience of people approving this behaviour, either by openly supporting the behaviour or laughing at the behaviour or by saying nothing. Even those people who say nothing when they know that what is happening is wrong become part of the problem. But if you're being bullied, the bully will not behave like this in public and will instead bully you in private so there are no witnesses. This is why acts of harassment like taunting you because of a protected characteristic you have or touching you inappropriately are far more easier to understand as not being part of acceptable workplace behaviour or acceptable workplace culture. However, acts of bullying at work can be hard to tell apart from other things that happen at work, like the way someone speaks to you, or a senior person or a manager telling you to do something, or someone picking your work apart and asking you to do it again, or taking the credit for your work. Sometimes the line between what normally happens at work to annoy you and bullying can seem and be a really fine line. And this is why it can be hard to accept that you're being bullied. And also, unlike the harasser, who is more likely to want their victim to know they are being targeted for harassment, your bully will deny that what they are doing to you is bullying. And this leads on to the sixth point, which is that the harasser will behave like this, that is harassing you, to show that they are better than you, more likely because they cannot so easily dominate you at work. Bully. And this is different to a workplace bully who will bully you because they want to dominate you and make themselves look more competent than you. But because harassment is much more clearly defined, unlike bullying, if you have been harassed, you are much more likely to know that this has happened the moment it happens. Whereas with bullying, because it takes a much more subtle form, it may not become immediately obvious to you that you've been bullied. So having listened to these definitions, if you recognise yourself in the definitions that we've gone through, and if you recognise that you may have been harassed at work, unlike bullying, this is not something you should allow your employer to resolve by arranging an informal meeting between you and your harasser. Instead, you need to ensure your employer takes your concerns seriously right from the off. And the way to do this is to submit a grievance and get the behaviour of the harasser firmly on the record so that someone in a senior position has to deal with your complaint. If your employer refuses to deal with your complaint, remember that complaints of harassment can be dealt with at an employment tribunal 
as long as you submit your complaint to the tribunal within three months of the date of the incident you are complaining about. And it's actually three months minus one day. And of course, we need to remember that this deadline of three months minus one day is strictly enforced by the courts. So don't hesitate. You can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for help with making that first complaint at work. We've included some handy grievance help documents with this episode, which you can access using the download links in the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. And please remember, you can access the grievance support documents at the end of the show notes. And finally, if you like what we are doing, remember to like, share, subscribe and leave us a review about the podcast. We would really appreciate that. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye for now.